from the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back to Locked On Chiefs. It's game day, or at least Red Friday, close to game day. Uh, something new and different. Welcome to the 2018 season. Uh, Chris, how are we feeling? Well, considering it's game week and uh, Red Friday, I cannot complain. It is going to be a fun week of football. Uh, regardless of how this team ends up uh, this weekend, I think it will be a good season, and it's going to be interesting to see how they play this week. Yeah, I am. Uh, I got to say, I'm a little bit keyed up. Um, before we get ahead of ourselves, folks, I want to make sure you know that uh, we have an all-new lineup on the Locked On NFL show. Make sure you check that out. Make sure you're checking out both the fantasy shows. Uh, if you need lineup set before. Uh, Sunday morning, let us know. Check those out. We have a great thing going here with Seth and Chris and Matt Derrick and Reagan Cresswell, all of our regulars, and we're looking forward to this. It's It's been a long time coming for this particular kickoff. Yes, it has, and we do have some special guests that are going to be coming on throughout the season, uh, already working on setting those up for different types of information that we think you guys will love to hear. So just a heads up on that. Uh, not going to announce anything right now, but know that we do have some special guests that are going to be regulars or at least semi-regulars on the podcast over this season. And and we know what you all want to hear. We are focused on, uh, you know, a particular guy that wears number 15. So just let that let you know what's going to go on. I'm Ryan from Rogue Analytics, as well as RGR Football on YouTube. And uh, Chris, <laughs> where can we find you and what do we have to talk about first? I'm on Chief Digest, uh, and, man, I don't know what you want to talk about first. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, I think we really need to talk about probably the injuries. Yeah. It's Thursday evening, folks, so that's where we're at right now. And, unfortunately, whatever happens on Friday, it's just a walkthrough. Um, there's nothing meaningful that's going to happen. So uh, I do not expect, and maybe I'm wrong, I've been surprised before, but I do not expect Eric Berry to play this weekend. No, I agree with you. I think he is not going to play this weekend. Uh, and that could really create issues for Kansas City. Uh, it's really going to put a emphasis on Eric Murray. Hopefully he is able and ready to go. Uh, it sounds like Parker and Murray were the safeties uh, in practice. So it sounds like that's the route they're going to be going. And hopefully Murray's ready to show up because they're definitely going to need him this week. They definitely are. And I mean, and, and I love the fact that about – Oh, I don't know, four or five days ago, everyone was up in arms. What are we going to do at safety? Let's not re-sign Ron Parker. But at this point today, pretty much the consensus is, oh, what are we going to do with Eric Berry being out and Eric Murray having to play for him? Maybe Armani Watts. And nobody seems to be concerned at all about Ron Parker. And that's kind of the point we've been making for the last week. Well, I'm not going to say I'm not concerned, but what I will say is that I'm more comfortable with his position than I am Eric Murray's. Mm -hmm. Um so we will see how that shapes out. Uh, you know, there is other big injury news when it comes to the Chargers, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, where where to start? Looks like, number one, their pass rusher, Bosa, is not feeling that well. Yeah, and he hasn't practiced uh, for longer than Eric Berry has. Oh, I didn't realize that. So, yeah, I saw that today, too. So it's quite possible he does not play against the Chiefs, and... You know, you say what you want about Bosa. He's a great player, and it'd be great if he didn't have if the Chiefs didn't have to face him, um, especially with Patrick Mahomes really making his first. I guess it's his second start, but really the first start of this year. Yeah. 
Well, and I think it it levels the playing field. You know, if the Chiefs are going to be without Barry, if the Chargers are without Bosa, I think that's that's still a pretty even matchup. Yep. The question is, is which offense is going to be able to get things done? I, I will say this, and we're getting ready to die, uh, dive deep into this game a little bit more, but I do like the fact that Andy Reid has been pretty successful um, at the start of the season in game one. Yeah, I mean, this is – we talked a little bit about it the other day, but, you know, which direction do you go? And I think, um, unlike what I was talking about last week, I think that the absence of Boza really sets them up for um, looking at pass first in this particular game. Well, and the other thing is, is you look at what Anthony Lynn is saying, and he's saying his safeties have to stay back. If that's the case, then it sets them up for a better running game. And And – Forrest Lamp is one of their guards. Young guy. Guy I really like coming out of school, but he, he was hurt all last year. Um, he's on the men, but they say he might play. But either way, he's basically a rookie as well. So there's there's penetration that can happen in the A and B gaps on that side. Um, I, I know Dan Feeney's a good guard as well, but I, I think both of them are susceptible for what the Chiefs in particular can do with their defensive line. And so I like that for the run matchup too. And if you're going to back those safeties out or play a lot of cover two or four, Hey, I mean that just it just loads it up for Kareem Hunt. Well, and it also opens up, uh, and there's going to be a great article on this on Chiefs Digest by Reagan Cresswell. It also opens up the middle of the field for uh, you know a guy that's done pretty well on the in the middle of the field in uh, Travis Kelsey, and I think there's somebody else that really utilizes that part of the field well as well for Kansas City. Well, you know, I like what Sammy does on crossing routes. I think the third receiver might have a lot of looks in this game, though. Could. But I do think that, yeah, I think Conley could be involved a lot. And I also think that Sammy Watkins can be involved a lot. Um, if they are so worried about Tyree Hill beating them deep, and in all reality, Sammy Watkins can beat him deep too. So you have to watch out for it on both sides. I think that could really open up the middle of the field for Kelsey or any of the receivers, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, if everything comes – to fruition the way that it should be in my head you know they run out of the eye a lot and that means that Sherman gets passes over the middle little hook routes maybe a little bit in the flat maybe a wheel I'd love to see that but I'll hold my breath please do not do not give Anthony Sherman a wheel route uh, if you want to if you want a fullback running your wheel route put Spencer Ware in and Anthony Sherman's spot and let him run let him run it and I'll be happy uh, I do think that this gives them the opportunity to go with the two-back set that's where Spencer Ware is more playing like a fullback but not necessarily in a fullback role that really makes their running de- their running game a lot a lot more difficult to defend. Yeah, I agree. And and I like that particular aspect. We've been talking about that quite a bit this offseason. I think that's a formation and, and a personnel group that they can really take advantage of in a number of ways. And, and you got to remember, we may have been like, as as outsiders to this organization, to the league in general, uh, very excited about the passing game. But inside the league, no one, and I mean no one, has forgotten that Kareem Hunt led the league in rushing last season. They are going to be keying on him as well. And I think that's important, but I think it's also something that gives you an idea of the respect they have for him. So if you can use him in a decoy in, in a two-back set and let the other guy get loose, I think that's a nice thing to do too. I completely agree. Let's take a quick break, and we will be right back. So we've talked about offense. we talked about defense a little bit. Let's dive a little bit deeper here. When the Chargers get have the ball on offense, what worries you the most, run or pass? Because to me, obviously, it's the pass. But 
I'm not near as worried about the running game. Melvin Gordon is a decent back, but he is not going to be somebody that's going to beat them near as much as I'm afraid Phillip Rivers can. And the question becomes, does Rivers still have the arm that he had, you know, two, three years ago? Because last year didn't look like it was near as good as it had been. And maybe not. And I, well, and while that's true, I think it's more about the Chiefs on the defensive side than it is about the offense of the Chargers. And and folks, if I, if I was confusing before, I'm pretty excited about the run game here and the possibilities and how to attack and all that. So forgive me, but I think that their run game, while Melvin Gordon is good, you're absolutely right. I think the, the run game is going to be a little bit more susceptible. And I feel like just in my gut that between Justin Houston, Nottie and Williams and the new linebacker duo, I feel like they're better apt to stop the run right now than they have been in maybe three or four seasons. And you combine that with all the changes in the secondary. And I think you do have to be more concerned about the past at this point. Yeah. And you have to be concerned about who's going to stop Keenan Allen. And uh, one of the things that you won't have to worry about near as much this time around, and it's unfortunate because I don't like injuries to happen to any team, uh, but you don't have to worry about tight end near as much. I think Antonio Gates is Antonio Gates, but he's not Antonio Gates from three years ago. He's Antonio Gates from, I mean, he's Antonio Gates that doesn't have that same speed and that same ability right now. That's fair, but but neither Reggie Ragland or Anthony Hitchens are Derek Johnson from three years ago either. No, so. but, uh, and I agree with that, but I'm just saying it's not as big of a thing. If Hunter Henry was running down the middle of the field, it would be a lot, a lot bigger concern on my part. Keenan Allen is a concern. Mike Williams is maybe a concern, although I haven't seen him play yet. So hard to really know if he's going to be a big factor in their offense. It, it sounds from the way they're talking him up that they want it to be. I don't know if that actually comes to fruition or not. So right. now if we flip it over on the, on the backside of that, what do you think are the keys? On the backside of the Chiefs offense versus the oh, Chiefs D. offense. Chiefs offense versus Charger D. I think the key is going to be establish the running game. If you can establish the running game and you try to get them to bring a safety up, then you can go over the top. If they're playing two safeties deep all the time, take what they give you. Either take a run or get Kelsey or Hill or Watkins doing slants or Conley and use the middle of the field. Take advantage of that. They're going to leave it open for you. They're going to go single coverage on those guys. Um, with somebody deep trying to cover over the top, take advantage of it. Use it. There's no reason they shouldn't. Yeah, I have to agree. And it's it's one of those things that how do you set up whatever? I, I like, like you said, take what they give you off the bat. Be efficient. Be the thing that, especially you remember when camp opened and Mahomes was talking about it fairly repetitively, that he just wants to be efficient and take his stabs when it presents itself. The coverage they got against the Falcons that led to that long touchdown, that was an opportunity because it presented itself. They had single high and single coverage, and that is what the Chiefs are going to be looking for. From what Lynn said uh, on Thursday, they are definitely not going to give him that look, at least not to start the game. And that's a concern for me because – Andy Reid is notorious for scripting the first 10 to 15 plays. Yes. And if you do that and they come out in a defense designed to stop whatever it is you have scripted, meaning they have an extra safety in the box and you're playing on a run in the ball, or they have two safeties deep, you don't go with that script. You, you can't. 
there's no reason to try to start this game slow and stick with what you already have scripted. Well, and that's going to come down to his faith in Mahomes to make that call at the line. And it comes back to what we've been talking about all offseason. Alex Smith was excellent pre-snap. And we all know that Mahomes' strength is post-snap. So can he meet in the middle? Has he learned enough from Smith and with the veterans, Henny McGloin around to kind of point some things out? Is he capable of doing that right now in his second start? But the question I have in that regard is, does he have the ability to really change the plays on a regular basis? That's exactly. So, I mean, okay. I just want to make sure we're on the same page there because to me, um, his ability to change plays is in question just because he is such a young QB. And I don't know if Reed has given him that option yet or not, at least on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's going to come down. And, And if this wasn't a division game, I would be less apt to be so looking at that so closely, but this is what you have to do in division games. They know this team, whether it's Mahomes or not, uh, and the changes that they have, they know this team. And so it has to be, hey, get ready. And we've heard over the last few weeks that there were definitely parts uh, where they were putting in part of the game plan back in preseason game number two. The week prior to that, they had some Charger sessions. So Andy Reid's had his eye on this quite a bit. And we've seen that I think – uh, correct me if I'm wrong. He's only lost the opening game of one season. He's been the coach in Kansas City, and I think that's significant. Yeah, and that was the game against the Titans, where the entire offense looked like crap the entire game. Um, and I, I think that was there was some big changes that were made to the offense that off season that they were really trying to implement. And I don't think the QB that they had was ready to implement some of the deep threat stuff that they really wanted to do with Donnie Avery in that game. Yeah, I agree. So, but. You know, you're not going to have that issue with Patrick Mahomes. You're going to have more of an issue of, is he going to not try to take those shots? Or is he going to, you know, not risk throwing that ball that might get intercepted because, you know, just because he can throw that type of ball? Uh, It's going to be telling. And I'll tell you this. The other interesting thing that we have to watch is uh, they put Wiley up in the depth chart. Then they said Cam's going to play some. So the question is going to be, who's more effective at left guard? And how long how long a leash are they going to give Andrew Wiley? That's something I'll be paying well, uh, particular attention to. They said they're going to get Cam Irving in, and they made it almost sound like it wasn't necessarily going to be a just left guard. Right. So to me, that means he could be rotating in at different positions throughout the entire game, which I somewhat don't like, to be honest, but we will see how it ends up shaking out. If Bosa doesn't play, um, that's going to be a good thing for the Chiefs' offensive line. Uh, for sure. It's just rough to have that type of pass rush with Melvin Ingram and Bosa. Let's take another quick break, and we'll be right back. Okay, it all comes down to this. Uh, predictions. You want to go first or last? I'll go last. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you wanted me to go first. I know you did. Did I did well? Uh, I will say this, uh, and before you go there, I just I will say this. It is interesting to me, at least, to see that so many people are picking the Chargers to win this division again this year. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I'm not going to read too much into that because I understand people, but people have been calling the Chargers to win the division how many years out of the past four years? Right, three at least. So, well, this this is definitely a leg up on the division. This has to be uh, something that I think we're going to end up talking about in December as well. And I will say this. 
I think it's going to be a come-from-behind victory for the Chiefs, 28-27, probably on the arm of Pat Mahomes. Man, that's a that'd be a nail-biter. Welcome I to the think, NFL, kid. Yeah, no joke. And, you know, the question that we haven't really talked about is how is he going to handle this, the Chargers secondary? Because they do have a good secondary. There are places where he can take advantage of them, I think. Um, and you have a rookie back there in Derwin James, who is a fantastic player. But you have to think that they're going to throw some stuff at him that he's never seen. And the one thing I do like about this being a divisional game is the fact that Andy Reid has been fantastic, as we said, in first games of the year. And there is nobody in the NFL that has any idea what this Chiefs offense is going to look like right now besides the Chiefs. Very true. So how do you see it coming out? I think Kansas City wins. Uh, how I think it could be 27-21. Um, could be twenty four twenty one with a with the last second kick from Butker. I, I will say this: I do think that Butker is going to have another great year this year, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun watching him because he just nails the heck out of the ball right down the middle most of the time. So, so you think it's a win on Butker's foot? I'm going to go with Mahomes' arm, but we both had the Chiefs on top. Yep. Well. Let us know what you folks think. Hit us on the Twitter account at Locked On Chiefs. Make sure you check out all the stuff over at Chiefs Digest. We're going to have a blast. We will have post game for you, so keep an eye out for that. Check out RGR Football. I broke it down for you a couple of times this week. And thank you for listening today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Chiefs. Check out my work at RGR Football on YouTube. Chris's work on LockedOnChiefs.com and all of Seth's film analysis at TheAthletic.com. Thanks for listening.